0: Coming to you via the internet and your friends at PipesMagazine.com, it's the Pipes Magazine Radio Show, the show that harkens back to the days when Kevin had an inappropriate infatuation with Carol Brady. Now I invite you to sit back, relax, the smoking lamp is lit, here's your host, Brian Levine. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Pipes Magazine radio show. Yes, the sometimes irreverent, sometimes educational, but always entertaining weekly pipe-smoking broadcast. And I am your host, Brian Levine. It's uh, Tuesday night. I'm back on schedule. And uh, in tonight's show, my co-host is uh, Tom Provost. Yeah, I get to catch up with Tom again and... I got I to gotta explain a little bit. We got out of sync with, uh, with the co-hosts, and uh, Tom had some stuff going on, so it's been a while since we caught up with him. Um, plus, this show, the, the visit with Tom was recorded before we left for Chicago because I wanted to make sure and have everything in the can and ready to go. And uh, Anyway, so that, that's a little behind the scenes for you. Uh, we'll have music and uh, mailbag to get caught up on and a rave for you. Yeah, a rave. Um, all that coming up on tonight's episode of the Pipes Magazine radio show. Uh, for me personally, I'll talk about the uh, my Chicago Pipe Show experience next week in a trip report. But I do want to say that uh, we had a great time, got to see my son graduate and get his master's degree. Um, you know, it's not... You know, I told my wife, I said, you know, look, with, the, with all we did to try to screw them up, our kids are still coming out Okay. Um, Yeah, so not very very many people get to see their son receive a master's degree in education. And uh, as we speak right now, he's uh, in the process of moving down to Orlando and going to be working at Disney World. (laughs) Unfortunately, we did try to screw him up a little bit, and he caught Dad's bug for the love of Disney. Um, Anyway... Proud of him and uh, hope to, you know, hope to get down there and visit him a lot and often as he launches off into his real world career. And uh, one more little thought, if you could, our little cat, Chewy, she's uh, 13 years old. She's dealing with some issues this week and uh, more about that in the rave. But anyway, any of you cat, cat fans out there, this cat came to us. I didn't want a cat. But she came to us, we rescued her from the mouths of a pack of dogs that had attacked her mom, and and anyway, she was the sole survivor. And uh, she's been with us for 13 years now, and she kind of, you know, kind of stuck to me. So, uh, anyway, we're trying to get her through this and uh, see if we can uh, pull out a couple more years out of her. All right, let's get the show rolling so everybody sit back, relax, fire up a bowl. Thank you all for tuning in, and here we go. Welcome back to the Pipes Magazine radio show, and glad to have uh, back with us again, co-hosting tonight from the great state of Wisconsin, where I understand that uh, winter is Usually on a Tuesday and May or I'm sorry, summer is usually on a Tuesday and may last for the entire afternoon, right, Tom?
1: That is what it has felt like. <laughs>
0: yeah. So Tom Provost is back on co hosting with me and uh all right, let's let's get started with um what are what tobacco are you smoking and what pipe are you smoking it in?
1: All right. Do you want to do you want to hear what I'm smoking right now, or should I lead up to what I'm smoking right now, Brian? Because if I like, oh, geez, I just ruined all the all the tension. Uh, <laughs> I started the day with some McCraney's Red Ribbon. From there, I went to some Dan Tobacco Veermeister, and right now to top it off, I moved from Brier to Brier to Cobb, from Vapor to Vapor to, Vapor to Ennerdale Flake.
0: So you went from mild and sweet to Virginia Parique to, okay.
1: <laughs> um, I had a friend, a YouTube friend. You guys can check him out, the com. And uh, if you haven't checked him out, you should check him out for real. He was doing a Lakeland kick, I don't know, back in March, February, March, um, and after he went through almost every available lakeland blend i said hey tate which one should i try (laughs) because i don't have the patience to try all of those (laughs) so he gave me like cr bright which i've found to i've enjoyed and Enterdale flake uh i like it i don't know if i'll ever buy it again
0: so my daughter while she was in england she took a weekend or a day bus trip up to the Lakeland district to go see some of the geographical stuff. It was school sponsored. And so when she came back and she was telling us about it, I asked her, so did, did the whole place smell like soap? And she said, no, dad, it smelled really nice. Why you, why? So I, I tried to explain it to her. She didn't get it. Um, she does.
1: not I do find soap on a retro retrohale. <laughs>
0: like
1: with, with like this the CR bright, um, well definitely the Innerdale, but I keep thinking that's a nice Virginia with with some creaminess. I really like it. And then I did like a you know, through the nose and I went, Oh, that's ivory. That's dove. I mean that was <laughs> that was straight that straight up hit my palate. So I like it, but I wouldn't recommend smoking it like you would other tobaccos.
0: If it's palm olive, does it soften your hands while you smoke the pipe?
1: Softens the palate, softens the nose.
0: Yeah. So, all right. Anyway, um, so <laughs> for tonight, I brought out a, uh, a a very big Pete Prevost pipe because I knew that uh, you know, first of all, we don't just we don't we don't just get on the phone and push record right away. So I needed to have a uh, have a three hour long smoke. It's a big long sandblasted forward, you know, uh, sandblasted Dublin looking thing with a little. Flat spot on the front, so it lays down and stands up perfectly. And in order to cleanse my palate of my traditional uh, McClellan Virginia Parique, I went with a 2012 tin of McClellan's Tudor Castle, um, which I like because they add the Yenija into the Virginia and the, the Parique, um, so it's a little bit different flavor. I actually like this in a larger pipe. I think the um, I think the larger pipe uh, kind of softens up the perique and lets the uh, lets the Turkish come through a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. And it doesn't quite have as much of that uh, ketchupy McClellan Virginia taste that I'm so used to. Uh, so it's a little it's a little bit of a break in of course, I took the entire tin last night and rubbed it out and laid it out and let it dry down a little bit and yeah, you know, did all that stuff before I was able to uh put it in a pipe this morning so that's what I'm smoking and uh then on that note, let's uh if you can yeah you know, one of the one of the reasons why you haven't been on the show for a while is because of your brother in law and uh, if you want to share with everybody what happened and then also share about the upcoming auction too.
1: Uh, we have the auction is planned for Friday, May 18th. Um, pleasure seeing you, seeing some of you down in Chicago and uh, purchasing the items I had available there. Uh, but as some of you know, um, Austin did pass away. Uh, what happened was he had the a heart uh, vat put in, so they had a machine put in, and his body wasn't cleansing itself the way that it needed to. So they, uh, the, the surgeon came in and said, "Hey, we're going to, um, we're going to move forward with a complete artificial heart." And uh, we all went in and talked with him. Uh, said our sealators, it was actually, he was such an amazing, caring guy. He, uh, he asked me if I would help take care of his, um, wife and daughter. But when he did it, he actually waited until my wife, his sister left the room. And it was because throughout this entire ordeal, he never wanted anyone to feel like an unnecessary pressure or sadness. Uh, and so uh, with the surgery went well, and his body seemed to be responding to the artificial heart well, but during the process, uh, blood got to his brain. And it was actually, a, I, I use this term loose, like loosely because this was so difficult. It was quite beautiful that the entire family got to be there. His wife was laying in bed with him and uh, family and close friends. Uh, we just sat in the room Well, they turned off all the machines. And so that was really rough, uh, still rough, um, just thinking about him all the time. But yeah, we uh, just getting ready for his uh, daughter to be born. and you know, drawing, drawing some of us closer together as family and just getting through it and trying to figure out how we're going to continue every day without him. But he was a fantastic guy. And I know everyone says it at funerals, um, but this actually, he was actually a truly fantastic man. And just a quick example would be one of the first people at the funeral or at the, the, um, wake was, uh, a man who only knew him for a couple of weeks. He came by himself, and he was crying so hard and that I actually went over and I said, hi, who are you, who are you? No, none of us knew who he was. And he said, um, I'm a new driver at where Austin works. And he goes, he set aside an entire afternoon just to sh- just to make sure I felt welcome, and just so I didn't feel uncomfortable doing the job. He's like, in my entire life, no one has ever been that kind to me when I entered into the workplace. Wow. So, yeah, just miss him. Miss him greatly. Uh, His wife actually uh, gave me, like, he he took my cigar boxes and stuff to um, uh, keep the tool area organized. So she's been returning that kind of stuff to me, and it's just a bummer. Mm -hmm. I just miss him. Love the guy. But... Uh, Fundraiser is May 18th and anything we can do to take care of his wife and child. uh, I promised him I'd do it and I plan on
0: doing it. I'm sure there's some uh, medical bills that are still coming in that all this money raised could go to uh, help the family and ease them. Uh, Is there a way that we can reach out to you and help out with the, with the fundraising even though we may not be in the uh, Milwaukee area?
1: Um, there's some GoFundMe. Uh, the things, the items that I didn't sell in Chicago, I'll put on eBay after this airs. And uh, I think those would be the best two ways. I, if items don't go to auction at the auction, I don't know what we'll will, we will do with them, but it has been pretty incredible watching the community come together. Uh, as far as, I mean, meat shops, hair salons, uh, there's four or five events in the last week online of, uh, like, Avon ladies. Um, Lula Row, it's a clothing thing that women wear. Uh, <laughs> that I've, act- great I've
0: actually heard of it.
1: Yeah, okay, there. Yeah, Lula Row, you know. Uh, they did a one of the representatives did a 100% donation. So that's been really awesome to watch. Uh and again thanks to everyone in the community, uh, the pipe community who donated things. We well, uh yeah, it's it's been really helpful.
0: Well, there you go. We'll uh we'll we'll take a minute here everybody uh sit back with your pipe for a minute and reflect and we'll be uh we'll come back. We'll talk about estate pipes. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a minute.
2: This is Internet Radio.
0: Smokingpipes.com
1: has been my family's tradition for over 10 years.
0: we are back on the pipes magazine radio show me and tom and uh, so tom i thought you know shane and i kind of went through some estate pipes that we like to look for and thought that we uh, were of good they were of good value and i wanted to give you a chance also to kind of weigh in on that and um, maybe you know maybe just some of your uh, some of your estate pipe purchasing do's and don'ts. Um, so I don't know how you want to do it. You just want to just want to start off or do you want to go around by country or, uh, by class of pipe? How do you want to do this?
1: Well, since I ain't no fangled professional, <laughs>
0: um, you's just a regular old YouTuber sitting in your truck.
1: I just sitting in my truck. YouTubers. um, i I do something very simple while looking for pipes. I have my iPhone, and I make sure it's drilled well. yeah <laughs> now obviously i like something'll catch my eye do I, you know, a dot am I seeing a dot? Do I see uh maybe that faux diamond that Costello used to use uh is there a shape that just instantly makes me think of something so I'm gonna walk over there and look at it uh because I would say two of my favorite estate pipes are old uh, GBD pipes that got branded with, you know, local shop A.
3: Yeah.
1: So, and uh, one's a Prince, one's a straight billiard. Both both GBD pipes that were just stamped with a, a local shop, and they're fantastic smokers. But I uh, I have not been in the hunt for specific pipes since baby number two
0: <laughs> now let's go let, hold on to the baby number two um let, let's go back to those old gbd pipes because a couple weeks ago i talked about how do you identify if a pipe was a factory you know a, a known factory pipe that was made for a retailer and these gbd pipes do they have the gbd logo on the stem
1: um, the one is actually a Yulee's pipe, and that was guaranteed by Jeff as having come from GBD, wow. because that was one of the people Jack dealt with. Yep. The other has the uh, the, the GBD emblem,
3: mm-hmm.
1: except it doesn't say GBD; it says something that I can't read, <laughs> but it's inside, like what looks like their stamp. And it's just a classic billiard. It's a, it's a simple shape, and uh, they're both drilled well, re- very light, just magnificent pipes. All
0: right, now uh, pre baby number two, uh, were there other estate pipes that you that you were on the hunt for or that you that you really liked?
1: So when I first started getting into the hobby, I, I I kind of eBay bought. Um, everyone has their own horror or success stories through that. Yep. I looked at a lot and I said, okay, I like those. I I'll, And I just threw money at it. Um, in the course of that, I actually did come across a couple of Dunhills, a couple of older Petersons and things of that nature, but nothing spectacular. What got me on the... Permanent hunt was I went to an estate sale, like a retail one, here in Milwaukee, and the gentleman had a seven day set of Ben Wade's,
3: <laughs>
1: uh, two two Costellos, a, uh, some Sorens, yep. and uh, I think I got eight or nine Savinelli autographs. And each pipe was uh,
0: $45. So you essentially opened up an entire pipe shop just off of that one estate sale.
1: And I also received, and I also for $5 a pop got two 8-ounce bags of the CAO Old Ironsides.
0: so so estate sales might be a decent place for us to keep an eye out did you do you remember did the were the pipes listed in the estate sale listing or did you just happen to be there at the right time and place
1: it said it said pipes, and i mean usually when it says pipes i i'll if it's in the area i'll go or when i had time i went and it's a gray bow or a rop or a meerschaum with a, a broken stem, <laughs> you know, <that's> yeah. <laughs> with some old with some old Missouri meerschaum. So I I went there because I had time to kill, and I went there with twenty bucks, and I walked in, and it was on the first table in the front door, <laughs> and I I just started grabbing, and I handed it to the woman. And I said, "Please, I'll be back." <laughs> <laughs> and I went, I drove down to the bank and threw the money on the table. But that got my, that got me excited because it was my first find. And it made me realize that, uh, geez, that was before I even went to a pipe show too. But it made me realize there were finds out there Yeah. because every antique store I was going to, every estate sale I was going to, I was coming across. I, I got, I came across a Don Carlos once that was nice there's nothing nothing spectacular
0: but it was probably uh, priced pretty well too oh
1: they're 45 bucks a pipe
0: yeah yeah so so there you go so you can do that are there uh, uh, when you all right, when you've gone to pipe shows in the past is there something that you look for from a seller before you stop and look at the table is there a way that you can you know, figure out is, is, is this, you know, are, are is this seller legitimate? Are these pipes in good shape? You know, what, what draws you to the certain estate pipe sellers that you, that you deal with?
1: Uh, tobacco? No. no <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a, there's a guy in Chicago and I forget his name. He always, and he was also, uh, when I went to St. Louis, he was also there. Uh, he just has boxes of stuff and I always like going there. I've only bought one pipe from him and it was a K Woody handmade, but I just love going there and digging through because I, it's just, it's just so much fun uh, digging through his pipes and just looking at the different shapes. I find uh, that, you know, again, since baby number two, I'm buying less pipes, but, when I go, when I get into those situations where I get to touch pipe after pipe after pipe and I get excited about smoking a pipe. Yeah.
0: And when you're digging through those boxes, do you, have you found any, any real gems that you've taken home that you've just fallen in love with?
1: All right. So state by number two, uh, this was post that says this post that, uh, estate sale. I, was browsing Craigslist cause you know, you get that hunger, you get that excitement and three and a half hours away was a rummage sale. And the guy said a lot of pipes. Uh Oh, I messaged him and said, if I'm driving three and a half hours, can you hold on to them? I'll buy them all. Didn't look nothing. And he said, yes, absolutely. Give me 350 bucks. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Uh, I was like, sounds good. Because I was figured I could walk away. I didn't have to give him any money. And then I just went on a nice ride. Um, open up the box, Dunhill. What? Pick it up, Sassini's. Pick them up, Peterson, 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 Seven Alley, Seven And uh, when it was all said and done, I sold the Dunhill on eBay for more than that 350 My gas. My lunch and my tolls.
0: So you got, so you got all your money out of that entire deal off of that one pipe. Yeah,
1: and I got um, a Sassini two dot that has been my in my rotation. And actually, the first time you had me on the show, I told you it was my favorite pipe.
0: Well, there you go. So there's, so there's still these, uh, there there's still places to find pipes out there because this wasn't all that long ago i mean we're not we're not talking about the 1970s here because you were you were in diapers then or you well you weren't even born yet never mind
1: yeah my dad my dad still hadn't met my mom but you know yeah
0: yeah well we were talking about that before too whippersnapper (laughs) um all right what estate pipe are you out on the hunt for now What are you looking for? What are you drooling over?
1: Are you ready? This goes back to that first one that was exciting. I uh, sold all the pipes. I was so excited on that first sale that I flipped them all because it was so much fun to watch. The last one I flipped was one that I just wish I'd never gotten rid of. (laughs) And it was a Costello 293 and it was a a blasted egg and i'm on the hunt i actually after selling it told the guy if you ever decide to eat this please sell it back to me (laughs) i don't know why i sold it (laughs) but it was just yeah i got a young dumb inexperienced um whatever the case was just excited to make a couple bucks I, I really wish i hadn't gotten rid of that and the other is uh um in, a, a simple one i had a in one of those early estate buys i had a Savonelli bulldog and it i just it was fantastic um i don't it was it was uh, one of the it was one of the ones that got away So I'm always looking for those two, just because they were ones that got away, and I'll probably find them someday, buy them, and hate them. Um,
0: (laughs) Never (laughs) smoked them, but I I want them back because I love them.
1: Uh, Because I loved the way they looked. (laughs) But uh, I don't know. I'm always looking for – I want want something American, something that grabs my attention and has a classic English shape. See, I'm not even that particular, because right now I'm, I'm really preaching to myself, which is something we should all do. I'm content with my collection at this moment, even though we know that's going to change any time we walk
0: into a pipe shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or 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 even me having just come back from Chicago, and I'm looking at the pipes that you know i didn't i didn't take anything this year with me to offload because i wasn't going to be there for that long so yeah how many yeah how many pipes do i need sitting in the corner that haven't been smoked for a while well you know they're gonna they're gonna sit there a little bit longer and yeah that's just the way it is and yeah i've uh you know that's i think the more we do this the more we've learned what pipes we don't want to get rid of because we're going to regret it <laughs> because there's a few of mine that i'd like to find again too but yeah i just look at when i get ready to flip a pipe i i'm or thin the herd down i look at those and go am i gonna how much am i gonna regret that once it's gone Mm-hmm. yeah so, all right, that's a perfect place for us to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more estate pipe stuff with uh, with Tom.
2: Italians have always been known for their aesthetic passion. It's their birthright, their legacy. And just like Savinelli, it continues to grow and evolve. It is ever-changing. Milan, 1876. Each year, Savinelli debuts a series of new, forward-thinking designs comprised of quality-crafted pipes shaped from some of the best briar in the world. Behind every beautiful object, there's a story. Start your own chapter. Visit your local tobacconist or premium online dealer today.
0: And Tom and I are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show. All right, let's kind of... 'll we'll, we'll, we'll kind of concise this down so let's go by let's go by price range all right so if I've got um, you know under 50 bucks to spend what kind of estate pipes do you look for in that price range
1: um, lower and Savanelli's and Peterson's you can see those yep. anywhere they're they're ubiquitous is that is that the right word yes um,
0: wait I got to look it up but go ahead. You keep talking while I look it up.
1: Checker, 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 checker. Uh, <laughs> Stanwell's you can get a good Stanwell there. Uh, one that I don't hear much about, but whenever they came into the shop, when I worked at Hewley's, I found myself selling them. Uh, was Brevia. Yeah. Get a Brevia and there's 35, 40 bucks. Real, always real nice light Briar. And usually within that good drilling range.
3: Um.
0: The, yeah. Let's take maybe it maybe some lower end camois, yeah. And let's well, and and I'll warn people with camois that the that the old English stuff is completely different than the new stuff that's on the market. And some of that Italian stuff got pretty scary for a while, but uh, mm-hmm. let's take it up a price range and let's say let's say I got a hundred bucks and I can go you know plus or minus twenty forty bucks either way. Uh, what do you like out there in that area?
1: Uh, what I found was just a really great selection of maybe unknown handmaids. Uh, I got one of my Ed Andrews for ninety-five bucks. Uh, the other things that I saw a lot of were really uh, pretty like uh, freehand pipes, just just a random smattering. I'm thinking of what, the racks at Uly's, uh, <laughs> Ardor. Yeah. Like in that 150 range, uh, which makes it into my top five pipes. I got, I got Narder via trade, but it was in mistake state, and it is one of my top five pipes. And uh, I think that's where you can get into some of the older Sassinis. I mean, my my two dots probably are only about a seventy dollar pipe, but they smoke like the champs.
0: You know, and I'll even put in there at about 150 bucks. You're looking at some of the, uh, uh, you're looking at some of the lesser known 1980s, 1990s Danish pipe makers, and and you can get some stuff in there that's a handmade pipe too. So, uh, yeah, not not bad stuff there. Um, you know what? I'm going to throw a curveball at you because I got a curveball idea. Are you ready? All right, I'm ready. All right. Tom Provost, you just won the Powerball Lottery, and one of the things that you have to do is you have to buy your dream pipe, and you have to buy one from each of the countries listed on smokingpipes.com. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to ask you to tell me which one you want, you know, what... What's your what is your dream pipe out of each of their categories? So the first thing we're gonna start off with, and I think it's gonna be the uh I think it's gonna be the hardest one for you, is North America. What is your JT Cook? <laughs> okay, well that was really,
1: easy. Wasn't it hard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I would love a
0: JT Cook. There we go. Uh, let me guess, you want a sandblast?
1: Uh yeah. Yep. Apple you
0: know straight apple thought
1: this through straight (laughs) apple
0: uh brown tan black any any anything yeah yeah okay size uh
1: whichever one i can whichever size fits best in my hand because if i have that much money i probably bought 12 and i'll
0: you know just no you can only buy one that fits best oh only one only one your one dream American estate pipe. So we got a JT Cook tan sandblasted apple. How big do you want it? Three.
1: Group three. Four. Ah, uh, he always goes to the fours of the ODAs. Yeah. Uh, oh, geez. Every time I look at them, I just get all excited. So let's just go on before I start drooling.
0: Okay. Going in order. Uh, danish pipes which is which will also will kind of include all of scandinavia in there oh geez a beau nord?
1: So it's we're looking at stay here too right
0: yeah yeah these yeah, are all yeah. estate pipes you can't buy a brand new one from it with this money
1: all right well, if i got that much money can i just buy a pipe maker that was a
0: joke <laughs> they are used um if you bought a new pipe maker, I don't think the pipe would be very good.
3: <laughs> Dude,
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, your dream, your dream Scandinavian slash Danish estate pipe is, uh, Bonord. Do you have a shape in mind, or are we just gonna just take a piece of wood and put Bonord on it?
1: Just take a piece of wood. No, I'd like, uh, obviously, a horn. One of those, like, kind of sits, but it looks like it's going to rock. See, I told you I'm not the professional when we started
0: this show. <laughs> no, but you're you, and we love you for that. <laughs> All right, let's 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 move on to the English estates. What, what are you going to look for for your dream English estate pipe? This is hard. Um,
1: I don't mean to ruffle any feathers, but I have bought like seven or eight dunhills and had no luck with them yeah I've always wanted just a classic like that billiard and I've wanted my birth year I wanted nineteen eighty four um <laughs> you're in a tough year that, range so yeah I know so uh oh geez right now at uly's and this isn't a plug there is a beautiful chart and, and it's like the, the big uh, paneled pipe um, and that would that would end up being it because it is so unique it, it has just the the symmetry of it the elongated shank um, and I'm going to go with that because I, I need to get a little bit of variety going on I got I got a, an apple I got a, I got the horn. Now I'm going to go with,
0: with that. Then you got the big panelled, the big panelled clunker. And
1: yeah, and Ed, Ed used to make those uh, yeah. because he always loved that shape. And I, I saw when that pipe came into Uli's why he loved that shape.
0: All right, let's look at Italy. What do you want from Italy?
1: Uh, that Costello two nine three. I want it
0: back. <laughs> You're still stuck on that pipe. You got all. You, you can it buy. Back you can buy whatever one you want in the world, and you want that one back. And I want
1: that one. That one.
0: <laughs> I want it back. Well, you must be a pipe smoker. That's all I gotta say. Um. Now, on smoking pipes, they have uh, they have some other categories: French, German, Irish, Japanese, miscellaneous, and yeah, obviously they're. There's not a lot of variety when it comes to the French or the French pipes. They're primarily Chacombs and B Cs. Uh the Irish pipes are all Petersons. Do you have a do you have any dreams out of those?
1: How about a how about a Mycroft that's well drilled for the Petersons? I really like that shape. I like the character in uh the T V shows and books. Uh so there, there we go. Do
0: you want one in, that's a smooth, straight grain with gold cap and, and, a, and a gold shank cap too? I'm, I'm just asking, yes. <laughs> Cut for a second.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I'm just asking for a well bite. But I didn't want to say that because I thought that would
0: be rude. Well, no, but you want it you want it perfectly drilled, and you're not so much concerned about the finish on the outside. But yeah, if it was a perfect straight grain, you'd be happy with that too.
1: I would be happy with a perfectly drilled, perfect straight grain Mycroft.
0: All right, now, excluding the North Americans, the Danes, the English, and the Italians, and now the Irish, are there any pipe makers out there or pipe makers of the past? That don't fit into those categories that you'd like to have one of the, one of their pipes.
1: All right. So I have a CAO lattice bent Calabash.
0: And that's a Meerschaum and
1: yep. It's a, it's a Meerschaum and it's almost perfect except I probably use six or seven pipe cleaners like per puff. But, I mean, it, it smokes cool. Uh, Royal Yacht Knit is, is on another level of awesome, amazing, better than Arcadian Ribbon um, on every level. And uh, But I just would like to have this pipe shape, this finish, where I don't have to stick a pipe cleaner down
0: every other puff. So you're back to the drilled correctly again. Yeah, I am. See, I'm I'm easy to (laughs) please.
1: A well-drilled pipe and a cold beer. I'm happy.
0: (laughs) All right. When you are at uh, when when you're buying a pipe from an estate pipe seller, wherever it is, and it's supposedly cleaned and restored, do you have any rules or requirements that they can or can't do to that pipe?
1: Uh, no, I, I still come home and clean it, That's, uh, or, or, um, you know, use, use some Volkov ever clear, the cheap stuff, uh, when I get the chance, but I, I learned the lesson early on that you actually have to take it apart, move it around, look at it because you'll pick it up and there, there might be a crack in the, in the shank or, Uh, a little spot inside the bowl. Um, And so that's just something that, again, through experience, I learned. I got a wonderful brevia. I was all excited about it. Went home, packed it, and there was a hole in the rustication, like right through into the bowl. And, of course, once you see it, you see it. But I'm fairly certain if I had spent more time with the pipe before pulling the trigger, I would have seen it.
0: Yeah, or you just got to get ready for stuff like that. But, yeah. No, especially when you're, you know, when you're shopping at a pipe show and you're caught up in all the pipes around you, you yeah, it is good advice to give the pipe a good once over twice before you uh before you pull the trigger on it cuz yeah, you know, that yeah, you know, the the estate seller may not have noticed a thing that is going to bother you. So, give it a good once over twice before you pull the trigger on it
1: great advice Brian and we can all agree on that.
0: Oh, well. I am the leading expert on my own opinion. Um all right, tobacco wise is there any uh, any tobacco that you're still looking for that you want to talk about?
1: Tobacco wise, I'm always looking for some more aged royal yacht.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's both of you out there, but go ahead. The
1: the other is um I still enjoy finding like older Cornell and Dealton, especially, you know, like, what is it, Constipated Cockroach? (laughs) Yeah. Blends (laughs) blends that either change names or or aren't around anymore and just giving them a whirl. But I'm not really on a a search. I'm fairly content. I understand having conversations with old timers that tobacco is never going to taste like it used to taste. But uh, I've gotten the opportunity to smoke some old Three Nuns, some, uh, some Pretty Age Kingfisher, uh, some old uh, Balkan Sobrani, and Latakia still doesn't do it for me. So I've gotten the opportunity to smoke these, and I feel really you now excited and blessed about it. But I'm not actually on the hunt for any particular blend except Old Royal Yacht.
0: So you, you haven't found one of these old blends that you've opened up and it's completely ruined you for the rest of your life because you absolutely loved it and now you're never going to be able to get it again?
1: You know, it actually absolutely ruined me. It's not a particular blend. I went a solid three weeks smoking nothing but McClellan's.
0: <laughs> and then you were done?
1: That ruined me. That ruined <laughs> me because then I I uh, had to go back to other blends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got the ketchup way in you, and you couldn't get it out, could Wait, you? I I was a barbecue cook, man. I tell you. <laughs> well, Tom, it's always great catching up with you. Uh, send my send my best to your family. I know it's been a uh, it's been a rough time. So
1: I will, and my wife always appreciates the the hugs you sent when you first heard, and everything. She appreciates it, and I appreciate it too, Brian.
0: Yeah, and it was fun Let's seeing stay you. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh it was fun seeing you for a little bit a couple weeks ago and uh you know we'll have to do it again somewhere, maybe uh maybe Columbus.
1: Uh a little too soon to travel, maybe.
0: Well, we'll give it a try at least.
1: Are you gonna do Kansas City?
0: I sure hope so. Me too. Can't promise, but I can hope. That's all I can do, so <laughs> Who knows? Who knows where I'll be at that point? But uh, yeah, no, Col- Columbus, you know, seven-hour drive, and I love the drive there and back, so that's easy. Kansas City, I gotta hop on an airplane because I'm not driving halfway across the country.
1: Is it literally halfway across the country, or are you just whining?
0: No, Kansas City is about as middle of the country as you can get. And, and All right, geographically, okay. Yeah, and I'm whining too, so there you go um, You know, it's why there's no great beach resorts in Kansas because the ocean's a thousand miles in every direction
1: and that's why the casinos are booming
0: <laughs> so there you go alright that's enough of that Tom thanks again uh, good to catch up with
4: you and I'll be back in just a minute I'm Jeremy Reeves head blender of Cornell & Deal Pipe Tobacco Company. At Cornell & Deal, we think the best things in life are better with age, and we are passionate about creating the best possible pipe tobacco available. Fueled by this passion, we introduced the Cellar Series, a collection of blends like no other. While the blends in this series are ready to smoke now, each one has been meticulously designed to optimize depth and complexity as the tobacco ages in the tin. Currently, the Cellar Series is comprised of Oak Alley, Chenet's Cake, Joie de Vive, Old Grove, and Bourbon Blue, but we will be unveiling new additions to this very special series as time goes on. Pick up a tin to smoke now and save a few for later enjoyment so that you can experience all the richness and subtlety each blend will reveal through the years. Cornell & Deal Cellar Series, the secret ingredient, is time. Contact your local or online retailer for information.
2: This is Internet Radio.
4: I
0: am back, and, uh, you know, Tom's one of those young people that I just like to hang out with. There's hope for this community when you've got young people like that in it. And uh, speaking of not so young, uh, music-wise, this week I thought, you know what, it's time to go back to Satchmo, Louis Armstrong. I found this recording of Summertime, which was uh, uh, written and... Yeah, has been covered by many different artists, but uh, this one is uh, Louis Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald, and I just, uh, yeah, I like it. So you get to hear it now.
3: On a rise of singing. Yes, you spread your wings and you take to the sky. Mm, but till that morning there's nothing on you, yeah, Sweet daddy and mommy. stand
0: think that uh, having never seen uh, Sachmo perform live is uh, you know, that, that's one of the things that I really missed out on and you know maybe in the next life we'll get to sit down have a pipe together and uh, hear him sing
2: oh boy we've got a message
0: alright lots to get through on the mailbag and I'm not sure where I stopped off last week but we'll uh, two weeks ago going back to the show with Per with uh, Perry Ensign which by the way I have some of that uh, upcoming three nuns um, Riff Raff writes i haven't posted in a long time good to be back great show brian i always love to hear Pear being interviewed he is such a personable guy i love the fact that he will show up in the forums to answer questions too i look forward to your next interview with him while you are traipsing around the chicago show i'll be at the lomar pipe show not as prestigious but this will be the 13th year of the show Still keeping up with the show all the way from Stuttgart, Germany. Always a great source of info. Say hello to McCraney's on Park Road for me, Bill. Bill, I will, and I'll uh, say uh, Dunkashane. And then Sheldon Richmond writes, Excellent interview with Pear. I'm such a McBaron fan. I first heard the name in the mid-1960s. That was right before I was born. Um, But yeah, been around a while. And uh, Casey Ghost says, "I'm with you on Presbyterian. I swear it. I'd swear it had Latakia in it. I like Englishes, but I don't much care for Presbyterian. <laughs> That's funny. I don't like Englishes, but I can I can smoke some Presbyterian." Uh, then he goes on to say, "Good interview with Perry Ensign. He was as personable as ever. I really dislike Burley, so I'm not looking forward to the McBaron release of the HH Burley Flake." Don't care much for their upcoming Balkan release, but we'll give it a try. At least they don't call Max 759. <laughs> yeah, at least they didn't call it Max 759. Uh, I wish they would quit trying with Three Nuns. The blend is so screwed up that putting some perique in it isn't going to change anything. It's a good 20 years too late. Yeah, it's a shame some people buy up all the tobacco and a blend goes out of business, but it's their money. They can do as they please yeah and we saw plenty of that in chicago and i'll talk about that in a little bit in the rave uh, anyway dan thanks for the comments uh old man smoking said loved the podcast 291 and the interviewer you had on great show don't change your music it makes the show keep up the good work old man smoking in portsmouth uk well cheers uh good we got the international flair going today uh, and then finally, Down Home Smoker says, This has to be one of my top 10 interviews. Sound quality was great, Pear's English was very clear, and the whole interview was so interesting. Like others, I found the bathtub story amusing, pleasant smokes. Yeah, and to think, Pear's first language is Danish, his second language is German, and then his third language is English, and still was able to tell a bathtub story. <laughs> And uh, let's see, going back to last week when we caught up with Shane, uh, JM Smitty 6 says, Brian, over the last couple of months I haven't heeded your advice and have listened to every show in order. I've enjoyed listening to all the shows. I've been smoking a pipe for 8 to 10 years and have learned more in the last month about pipes, tobaccos, laws, cellaring, engineering than I could have imagined. In fairness, I didn't even realize how many people were in the hobby until I randomly became a member of the forums and saw the link to a radio show. Uh, because of the broadcast, I've become a member of the NASPC and have a subscription to Pipes and Tobacco's magazine. Thank you, that's wonderful. And then he goes on to write, Lastly, my cellar has tripled and I own three new pipes, all at incredibly inexpensive prices. What I, <laughs> And he put in parentheses what I say to my wife. Uh... Thank you for continuing to produce a fantastic product. Uh, then he goes on to say, and I, you know, I'll warn everybody again. If you're just coming into the show now, you know, keep up with the current ones, go back and catch the old ones, and uh, tolerate the first 20. Uh, he goes on to say, this show was great. You learn from listening to all of the shows that not everyone is so verbose, but Shane Ireland is a great guest co-host. I really like the clips from Shane's visit with Tom Eltang. Someone whose work I admire but haven't quite made the jump in price to uh, purchase. I agree with his stance that pipes are functional objects, as I also find myself to view pipes as instruments to smoke tobacco out of. Lastly, your rants always remind me of my grandfather, also a pipe smoker. When he was eulogized, they said, the only guy I ever met who bitched about a free lunch. (laughs) Thanks again, and have a great day. Uh, I did know a lady that sent a meal back on an airplane to get it recooked. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for the comments. Welcome aboard. Uh, Glad you're enjoying the show. And, uh, hey, make sure and check out or keep an eye out on the smokingpipes.com blog for the full uh, Tom Eltang visit uh Dino says it was great seeing and speaking with you again in Chicago I saw Shane but he was busting his ass moving stuff around at the smoking pipes tables so I didn't bother him the radio show as usual was a treat Shane's adventures in Denmark review and interview with Tom Eltang was very interesting your pre-show discussion was absolutely on point and you can't go wrong with Ivory Joe to your rant I say amen thanks Dino yeah I like Ivory Joe uh gotta be in a little bit slow mood for ivory joe though and let's see casey ghost says about the last show really enjoyed the show didn't go to chicago so i didn't miss you there i enjoyed the interviews with tom Eltang and shane nice discussion of craftsman versus artisan i imagine some of our carvers will not be amused well they'll just have to get over it um ivory joe was pretty good for the music and of course your rant was very germane thank you dan And Down Home Smoker says, I always enjoy when Shane co-hosts with you. The Tom Eltang interview was good, and I hadn't thought about art versus craft argument, but I now have to say I side with Tom and say it's not art. The joke about Delta advertising on the side of smoking pipes plane and the German for whale both gave me a good laugh, pleasant smokes. Uh, If you don't know, the German, uh, San Diego is German for whale beep. Uh, That's from uh, Anchorman. Stolen it. Uh, Used it before. Stolen again. And then finally, uh, David Quisenberry said, what an interesting conversation around design versus art. Keep bringing Shane. Some of the best shows include you and his uh, conversations. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. Uh, All right, if you have comments or questions, email me, brian at pipesmagazine.com. Post them on the Pipes uh, Pipes Magazine radio show page on Pipes Magazine And uh, follow the Pipes Magazine radio show on Facebook. And um, I don't think I've got anything else. I'll just say uh, rant, uh, rant time, rave time is next. Cowboy. Cowboy. Let me say a quick rave about three different companies in our little hobby slash industry. Three different companies. Are you ready? The first one, smokingpipes.com. They knew that they got the last shipment of stuff from McClellan. They knew that that was it. They knew that it was over. They didn't raise prices, didn't gouge. They just knew that that was it and it was over. And secondly, uh, our uh, Yvonne Reese of Chicago and all the fine folks in Chicago, uh, Yvonne Reese got a shipment, got their last shipment from McClellan, and what did they do? They held their shipment until the Chicago Pipe Show opened, and then they put it all up for sale at regular retail prices, a limit of 10 per customer, 10 tins per customer. I was not there at that moment, but I understand that for the first two hours of the show, the line was out the door. Out the door to get 10 tins each. They held on to the tobacco for two, three months, whatever it's been. And they saved it for the Chicago Pipe Show and sold it at regular retail prices, a limit of 10 per customer. And they had a line for the first hour or so just out the door of people getting it. And I even heard that there were some people that went and got in line twice. And, uh, hey, as long as they did it, they were fine. They got 10 more tins. So a uh, big shout-out to them. Uh, And then finally, uh, cat-related. So we got some special food for our cat from the vet on Sunday. And uh, the special food came in a cat food can. And it's a really wet food. Opened up the can. And I'm supposed to give her a third of the can each day. And I'm looking at it going, well, how am I going to keep this fresh? So plastic wrap over the top yeah saran wrap over the top of it then I looked at it again really close and I thought you know what this looks like a McClellan can went upstairs grabbed a lid off of my tobacco and sure enough fit snug as a rug so if you have any McClellan tobacco cans they also work for some cat food cans (laughs) there you go (laughs) I just happen to have a few hundred sitting around here Uh, One other thing before we go real quick, the dates for the upcoming pipe shows have been updated on uh, PipesMagazine.com. Go on to Pipes Magazine, click on Pipe Shows, and you will see that in particular the NASPC, the one in Columbus, Ohio, has been updated to August 17th and 18th. That's a week earlier than usual, and I just got notified of it while I was in Chicago, so I want to make sure everybody knew it's a week earlier than normal and uh, the other change in date is uh, the West Coast pipe show is a week later than normal other than that go check out the uh, uh, go check out the pipe show page on pipes magazine and uh, come on out to a pipe show and I'll uh, talk about it next week why I think you ought to so with all that uh, thank you to Tom for joining me again thank you all for tuning in and and, and <laughs> and until next time, Bombadida,
3: Bombadida, 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 about the clouds when we're together just sing a song and think about sunny weather happy train what did a bum 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 bum